This week on the Push Forward Life podcast, we talk about a weird gym box advert and is there really lean creatine? Also, we talk squats versus hip thrusts. Which one should you actually be doing? Three, two, one. The Chiefs are world champions, Dan. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? The Chiefs. Who the Chiefs? Indian Chiefs? Like, like Indian. the Indians? Oh, that's a bit, bit racist. But, um, yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs, right? I found out an interesting fact the other day. I saw that Donald Trump posted a tweet. Yes. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah. And it was Donald like... Trump thinks that Kansas City isn't Kansas. But I, I did see. I someone posted it and they were p- taking the piss out of him, and I didn't know. Obviously, I don't know that much about America or America. <laughs> but he, when he tweeted it, I, someone took the piss out of him for tweeting it, and they circled it. And I thought that they'd made the mistake because I was like, well, surely Trump would know that Kansas, where it is in the in the in the America. And um, and I basically said to him, I was like, I had to Google it, so I went on to Google and I typed in, where is Kansas City? And then it was like. And it mentioned, obviously, it was in Missouri. And I was like, ah, right, that's why he's made the mistake. Because then apparently he went back and he had to edit the tweet. And I was like, right, okay, that makes more sense. In Missouri. Brilliant. So, um, but yeah, I, I, of course, stayed up till 10 o'clock on Sunday night and didn't even bother watching the Super Bowl. Why would I? Yeah, same, same. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I can't get into American football. Like, I just don't. It's too slow. It's too slow for me. Oh, uh, me and Chloe went to Balthazar. Covent Garden and watch the whole thing. It's good. As you do, as, as you, you do, mate. Was there lots of was there lots of people there? Yeah, yeah it was full. Yeah, yeah, no, I imagine there would be. <laughs> yeah. It was, but you could uh, you could count the amount of females on one hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Just full of dudes. Um, they're all there just to, they're all there just to uh, just to show support, I imagine, rather than to their other halves, rather necessarily than actually to support them in football. But yeah. You know. What the hell? Because most blokes who are into American football are probably so sad they've got no one else to go with other than their girlfriends, these sorts of things. So, mm, why does that put me in that category? Did you, who did you go with again, Tom? <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> you just said, yeah, that's fine. To be fair, she's, she's as into it as me, so it's absolutely fine. She probably has to be, probably. <laughs> choice, really, mate. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's not like basketball, like a proper sport. A sport. Oh, yeah, because Laura's gone to that, actually. Never. <laughs> Never. Absolutely fine. What's I've been going on your friends to go with, mate? So she's another comment. Oh wow, wow. You have friends. Yeah, mate, no, Mike lives how your your best friends live how far away? Yeah, they all moved away from me, actually. <laughs> to be fair, you moved away from me, so I moved away from you, yeah. yeah. Had to get away. Had to get away. Yeah. What's been but, going on the week? Anything fun? Not a lot, mate. Not a lot, to be fair. Um Dan's fed up with life. He just wants to move house. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, just everything at the moment. Everything seems to be on hold until the sort of until we can move house in the summer, and I just feel a bit meh about it all. But yeah, it's, it is what it is. So so, mate, can't complain. It's um, it's not that bad a thing, is it? Really, to be honest, I know it's first world problems and all in it, but we all have problems. And um, problems. Yeah. I, I kind of like had a bit of a. I wrote a bit of a rage Instagram post, or I just wrote how I was feeling, and I wrote it out, and it kind of like. I had to think about whether to post it or not, and I didn't because it just felt a bit like self-indulgent and a bit like, 
well, people know I'm a bit of a grumpy old man, I suppose, and I rant about stuff. But this one was a bit more than a rant. It was literally a, like, I'm a bit fed up with shit kind of thing. But then I just don't like it when people talk too much about that on Instagram because I feel like it's a bit self-indulgent and people don't really care. But then on the other hand, you speak to people who are, who are social media experts and stuff, and they say, no, it is, it is about sharing that sort of stuff. Cause people want to get to know you. They want to know your emotions. They want to know you as a person. And actually, it's not self-indulgent. Actually, people do want to know and people do care. My assumption is people don't care. Like, I assume that I have to post useful information otherwise what's the point and actually people do just want to follow you and they you have want... never posted one useful information well i try to that's my point i said i tried to <laughs> i did i said i tried to um but yeah and I, and I kind of i don't know i i kind of think there's an element to obviously posting personal stuff but i think sometimes it's just um you don't want to bring, bring people down do you do you know what i mean like no. but um no i just feeling that at the start of this year i just feel like I just really notice it more than ever how fake the fitness industry is. And it's really bugging me, like just how much bullshit. And I know <laughs> highlight it and talk about it a lot, but I think it's, it's kind of got to the point where it's just people, the fakeness has kind of won. I think like people are paid shitloads of money to be fake. They have all the followers and they have all the engagement. They have all the, all the glitz and the glam that come with that sort of lifestyle. They, they sort of fake their way to it. And I think, the reason that the fitness industry is such a mess and people are finding it so hard to to make headway is because of the fakeness and maybe i should share more of how i'm feeling because that would be more real maybe but i don't know i don't know <laughs> no. but yeah it's just it's frightening the shit you see on instagram is frightening. i spend too long on instagram i need to spend less time on my phone i think that's probably it yeah that's, that's, that's just there's so much of that and i think i urge anyone listening to this like only go on Instagram to like and comment and share all my stuff and Tom's stuff and then get off. <laughs> no need to be on there for anything else. Um, no, but in all seriousness, I, I do think that, you know, I don't want people listening to this to think that we don't struggle with that. Like, I do struggle with it regularly with hating elements of it and getting down about it and comparing myself to other people and what other people are doing and other things and worrying about why I haven't achieved certain things or why my life doesn't look like certain other people's lives. Actually, remembering that it's all fake it's all just it might be feeling the same about it's a lot of smoke and mirrors yeah and you realize that yeah instagram's just just a horrible place to be most of the time and it's probably like actually chill out and yeah go with some real friends and chill out do you know what i wish they had was like a timer on instagram where you had like you know 45 minutes a day and it literally timed down each day and you could you literally couldn't log into it you need know, you know, yeah. a budget because i actually think i would actually use it because you do, I don't do things like that i would actually can, use it then to post you can do that on your phone, but obviously you have to set it up. How do you do that? You can do that on your phone, yeah. You, that you can. How you tell me <laughs> that you can only uh, you can like you're only allowed to use. this well, surely you can just type in your passcode and you can uh, you can overwrite yeah, it. Yeah, you can. 100% yeah. No, I don't want that. I want it. I want it literally to be like I want it to be law that come in that you can only do. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure I can get on get on the phone. I can get on Alexa to. Uh, oh no! I just said. Oh, I'm right next to one right now. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, it just lit up. Um, that bitch is always listening. <laughs> we can do Alexa to Isabel and it'll be fine. Isabel can just, yeah. Um, Amazon, Echo, or Show, or whatever. <laughs> Got around it. Um, yeah, she keeps, she keeps, I know she's listening. I know she's listening. Yeah, uh, yeah. Isabel had a, a little little tantrum about it, didn't she? She does not like Alexa because Alexa can't understand her. Uh, she, doesn't, she doesn't quite get that Alexa has a few commands and that's it. And yeah, she talks to her normally. 
<laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that right after it. Well, I don't know. Whenever whenever you've got Isabel in the room, let's 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 record that because I'm gonna drop in on on your living room and talk through there. Brilliant. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> then we can speak, Dan. Uh, wait a minute. We can do that on the phone through Skype. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, I have to say, since getting the Alexa thing, I don't get the hype with it yet. I don't. I don't use it as much as I probably should do. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I use it for the weather, <laughs> for, to read the news. That's about it. Um, play music. And because the speaker's pretty decent on like the shows, the dot, not so much. Um, yeah. See, I don't really listen to music that much, so it's not. Yeah, great. Or you can listen to podcasts. Hey, I don't listen to podcasts either. <laughs> you um, can listen to our podcast through Alexa. I mean, I only have to go through it once, flipping recording it. I don't want to have to listen back to it. <laughs> yeah, this, we, we don't want to listen back. We did the, the first, like, 20, that's about it. Um, yeah, apart from that, she's, it's a glorified uh, oven timer, if, if I'm really honest. Yeah, that, and that's the thing, right? I think until she can de- she can develop further than just reading out the weather and, t- and counting the, down 10 minutes. She's the, can't... Lights, the lights and stuff are cool, like electronic devices. That's cool. So you don't have to, I don't know, turn them off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I got one and I hooked it up. And like I said to you before, yeah, it's, you keep... easier, it's easier to use a switch than it is to use Alexa, so <laughs> redundant. Well, I haven't touched the switches in a while, so I might have a player with my But yeah, we should, we should probably talk about real things. Yeah, about. sorry guys, we're just self-indulgent here and what we're doing. <laughs> but, you know. Wonderful. I want a bit of... Uh, what is, I've had a lot of cereal lately as well, mate. So, all good. Oh, no, we did make Lodo... You're a Lodo man, aren't you? Yep. We, made, we made Lodo brownies. What do you think? Um, so unlike, so nowhere, just have normal brownies, 100%. Um, way yeah, better. Obviously. Just don't wait, kind of don't waste time. But if you are going to have them, um, weirdly, and I'm a, I'm a man who likes their brownie warm, and I would like it just after it's been cooked. They are so much better a day after. Cold, yeah. Yeah. The thing with Lodo brownies, you have to remember, is that for what they are, they are incredible. Um, in that if you're dieting and you can have two bits of brownie for 180 calories, they would taste like brownies. If you're dieting deep in a diet, they would taste like it. And for people who yeah. struggling to, you know, cure sweet cravings and stuff, they're, they're epic. My only issue with them is that if you're not dieting, it's what you put on them that makes them. So, like, you can have those, but you can top them with Biscoff spread and it's like, that's what makes them good. Then if you're not dieting. But... If you're not dieting and you're a bloke, you can probably fit in a normal brownie into your calories I mean, anyway. Yeah, halfway, like, halfway. yeah, yeah. You can pick yeah. which one. I only say bloke just because obviously your calorie requirement's a little bit higher. I mean, females can fit it in as well. It just takes a bit <laughs> effort, probably. Um, but you know, they they are they're for what they are. They're, they're pretty so, good. Also, something for a nice little dieting protein tip. Um, Hang on, what from you? Hang on, from from, from me. Um, not really. Chloe bought it, and I was like, wow, that's a lot. Um, edamame spaghetti yeah okay not too bad yeah 50 50 grams of it like 190 calories Mm, fine for a meal 17 and a half grams of uh, carbohydrate 21 grams for 50 basically a serving yeah of edamame protein you said that isn't it that's great like well done and good job edamame and edamame is also fairly high in branched chain amino acids also, most vegetables. Did, did you know that edamame causes your testicles to fall off? I did not. That explains <laughs> a lot, though. 
<laughs> um, no, that was a uh, thing from Ben Bruno this week. Apparently, one of the funniest things he, he remembers from working at Mike Boyle's when he was interning, he, uh, there was one guy that used to have like edamame beans like in, in his lunchbox like every day. And then he kept on, he just told him <laughs> that he was like, yeah, they make your testicles like shrivel up. And he was like, he kept on saying it. And this was the point, apparently he rang his mum. He's like, mum, can you stop putting edamame beans in my... <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I just got the stuff up on, on uh, Google now. Yeah, so they're one of, one of the highest amino acids in edamame is li- uh, leucine, which is obviously the important one. So that's why they're quite good. That's why I'm massive. Mm, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> That's my first ever time. I do like edamame beans, though. So, so yeah. So basically, per hundred grams of edamame, you know, obviously, as they come, there's not a huge amount of protein in them. But you know, per hundred grams, there's point seven grams of leucine. Um, but if you were to then obviously put that into the spaghetti form, obviously fifty grams of spaghetti, there's a lot more of the protein from edamame in that. There'll yeah. be a higher proportion of the leucine that's in there. Just to let everyone know, I'm not an idiot. I do know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Wait a all right, yeah, that, that's the one tip for 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 the show. All right, let's talk about other stuff. Um, about shit stuff now. <laughs> that shit stuff, basically, because there's a lot of there's a lot of crap. Well, we got a couple of ridiculous things. I shared one with you. Um, two of you today. Oh, you could tell I was on the content hunt. Not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my face. Generally, what happens on a, on a Tuesday is me and Dan will send each other a few things that we'll find ridiculous. Um, so yeah, we got um, let's let's name and shame, mate. Um, Livebody.com um, have just brought out, and this is from I think the the main Instagrammer that's doing it is Paige Hathaway. I think ridiculous, isn't it? But actually, she ridiculous. got followers. Um, and because she she's just been she just had a baby, congratulations. Um, but lean creatine. Dan, explain to me, like, so not creatine. Yeah. So say if I had what is it? What's a what's a loading phase? Five grams. Um, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, there's so many different ways you can do it. Yeah, five grams a day would be fine. Five grams a day. Um, how how many calories? I guess for 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 something saying lean, it's got to have like low calorie, right, and probably high protein. What yeah. what is the protein content of five grams and the calories? Uh, nothing. It's five creatine. It's five grams. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> right. It probably has a calorie amount because it is some form of you know like. Well, I got my fitness intake. Power right now, right? So it might it might have it down as five grams of protein. It's probably what it would put it down. You know, as. You know what? They hundred percent do because I've done it before because I was mm. interested. Um, oh, it's just right. creatine one hydrate, five gram teaspoon, twenty calories, and twenty. The calories of pure protein, so five grams of protein, which yeah, is that's what they that's what they would call it, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I, I mean, maybe me. I mean, I'm not a nutritional guy. But oh, that's, really? That's pretty lean, mate. That is pretty lean, to be fair. I but like I'm trying to find. So I've got the I've I'm on their website right now, mate. So I've I've just gone to the supplements supplement facts. So uh, one scoop is eleven point three grams. So wonderful, um, but they haven't got the, they haven't put a um, a calorie. Please. I think that post's been taken down. Well, her one. Yeah. No, it has. It's still up there, I think. Where is it? It's, it's further down though than I thought it was, and she's posted like four times today. I'm not too sure. I sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah, Did I sent it to you. It says this post is unavailable. It's been. Oh, it might have been. T- it might have been taken down then. Yeah. Ooh. 
hot off the press. That was that was live this morning. Because Lane Norton, I think Lane Norton commented on it, and he went in on her, and then she's realised she's a fucking idiot. It's just (laughs) like this is what I mean. Like, so yeah, eleven point three grams of scoop, and then it's just saying amount per serving is one gram of total carbohydrate. And it's then just like C, uh, sodium, beta aniline, obviously beta creatine, creatine, uh, uh, nacine, all that kind of crap. Basically, it's just creatine. But they're going in no at eleven point three grams. There's no such thing as lean creatine. Creatine is creatine. It doesn't like. And basically, the thing that and on the post that I read it, it was basically her saying that it doesn't cause water retention. Yeah. I was like, water retention isn't fat, so you don't need to say lean for one. Number two, they she said it was micronized creatine not normal creatine or whatever which which like 99% of the creatine available on the market is micronized creatine anyway yeah and like second if you take enough creatine it will cause water retention like that's the thing about it it will cause it so for example that's the whole point of creatine exactly it's it's (laughs) the whole thing of it is it draws water into muscle cells like that's the whole fucking thing it reason it works and like the whole thing around water retention and creatine is it's it does women seem to notice it more I've never heard a bloke go, oh my god, I'm so wa- I've got so much water retained from this creatine. Like women do seem to like notice this sort of stuff more than blokes. Yeah. But it's just again, I get back to it. it's more of this fake shit in the industry and all this like just selling shit for selling shit sake to people who don't know any better to prey on their insecurities and to charge more money for it and to make more money. And it's just a fucking scam. The lot of it is a fucking scam. And it's just take any other creatine. Like any creatine will work. Right, you don't need to take it for that reason. The fact that Paige Hathaway takes it is not a fucking endorsement. I mean, we can, so the, endorse, the endorsements you got—I don't know who these people are: Natalie Matthews and Jason Poston. It doesn't matter who they are. It's creatine. Just, it's just if creatine. you heard those names, then they've got no idea. What, lean creatine has been an absolute game changer for my strap gains in the gym. No, it's just creatine. If no, you're this, creatine. this is the this is the first creatine that I've I thought it should stay. It should just stop there. This is the first creatine I've ever taken. Probably that's right. It works. That puts on zero water weight. No, no, mate. Jesus Christ. Um, you should never probably even noticed. And you've gone, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. Um, but who? Yeah, just anecdotal. It's fine. Don't want any evidence, do we? Mm. And the fact that it wouldn't work anyway. So that's probably why. Pointless. Uh, I'm going to give them one star review. <laughs> What's the question? This does not work. Oh, fucking hell. Awful, awful. Lean creatine does not work. Um, it's dumb. Anything with lean in front of it is just lean in 15, um, that kind of stuff. It's just what's the lean protein as well? That's just low carbs normally. It's not even that usually. Lean protein is actually higher in calories. They just add things like green tea extracts, CLA, like a thermogenic or a fat burner into it. And it actually has a few more carbs in it usually to make yeah. it taste a bit better. And it's like. There's so many of them that are Most like that. Protein should be like about a gram of carb, a gram of fat, and then 25 grams of protein. Give or take. That's that's pretty standard per like serving, isn't it? That's a, that that probably rolls out about 95 calories. That's mm. all it should be ever. I just don't understand. I just I, like I said, like, where where, like, where I'm at at the moment, mate. It's just more of this shit. Just fucking. <laughs> right? It's well, not hard. Lean, it's not vegan, rocket science. They got right? lean vegan protein powder that just brought out as well. Why say lean? It's a vegan protein powder. Lean, Why way lean? isolate protein. Oh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. <laughs> live shredded. Mm. Oh, live shredded stim free. Stim free. Cartonine. Oh, it's just amazing. The world of supplements is uh absolutely. I've just bought you a lean shred stack, mate, so I hope you like it. 
just stupid, mate. It's like having a bulking shred stack. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. Um, absolutely crazy. But yeah, lean. Just anything with lean in front. Look at, do your maths. Like if it's got more protein, great. Like fantastic. Um, but yeah, mate. Uh, <laughs> I guess we have to talk about uh, squats versus hip thrusts. Ah, uh, yeah. Now this was all right. I don't mind talking about this because yeah. it actually has some sort of relevance. Because this has, then we can go into low back pain as well, and we can be more educational. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I mean, you don't get likes and followers being educational, though. <laughs> that doesn't help anyone. No. Um, so, yeah, there was the review by Menno Henselmans, who's a smart fellow. He reviewed you know, a study. Yeah, he reviewed a study um, comparing squats to hip thrusts in well-trained females. Um, and they basically found that those that performed squats to 140-degree knee flexion um, basically full range, um, produce better glute and quadricep gains than the hip thrust, um, which was a shock to some people, apparently. I didn't, it wasn't a shock, really, to, to be fair, but it was a shock to some people. And I just think it's important to highlight and defend the hip thrust to a certain degree, because we kind of like the hip thrust, but at the same time, there's no reason why you wouldn't do both in a program. You would do a squatting movement and, and a hip exactly. movement. But, I got sent this by like yeah. two or three Ridiculous. people. And this is science. This is why science is an issue. This is why all these people that write, like Menno wrote the, the review, and he basically said the same thing. He was like, you know, don't worry about it. Like, you would just do both. Do kind both. Of, just do of. both. <laughs> and then, um, but then obviously, see people like Lyle McDonald and stuff just going in on, and being like, you know, Brett Contreras is an idiot. He doesn't fucking know anything. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, he does. He trains people every day. He knows what he's doing. And, um, and basically, like, there's no way on hell on earth you would do one or the other, and that would be it. Like you would do both of them together, and if they if you did them both together, would you see even greater gains? We don't know. But the biggest thing for me was I, I drew a very crude picture of people squatting and all this sort of stuff. Oh and, man, I thought it was great, and I think it got lost in translation as to like obviously even the first one is nearly 140 degree knee flexion, and I did put on there I was like people can barely get here, never mind like full range squatting. Basically, was kind of my point um, was that people squat so badly and most people find it very intimidating to go up to a bar and squat. And we know from working in gyms, from all the experience that we've seen people doing it and also trained our own clients to try to do it, I suppose, to a certain degree is that people just find it a very hard movement and they load it up far more than they should. They use far shorter range than they should. And they, a lot of the time don't squat properly for like regardless like they just don't squat properly it's just they don't have the mobility for it they don't have the range of motion just don't do it so the next best thing then is to go right well you know rather than just saying to them okay well you're, you're, you're your glutes are fucked you're not going to see anything we're going to do hip thrust with you and basically what brett Contreras has done as a trainer is he's seen an issue in a lot of people who train predominantly maybe females in his industry that's what he kind of went with obviously i think females have come along more so now because of the hip thrust thing but He's gone, right, a lot of these people can't do this movement, but I need them to train the glutes. I want them to train that. I want them to get better at doing that. And he basically created an exercise for these people that can be loaded heavier, that is safer, that can be taken to failure more often, that is easier to recover from, um, and hits the glutes. And people all of a sudden saw an explosion in their glute gains, in, in their glute hypertrophy. And all these people that have trained so poorly previously doing a squat are like, I've never seen gains like this before in my life. Oh, my God. And the people that had been squatting for years and single good glute gains were like, okay, great, but I've been doing it from squatting. The point is that about 5% of the population are any good at squatting. And about 90% of the population are probably pretty good at hip thrusting. And that's the key thing here is, 
it's the execution of the movement. It's not that one movement's bad and one movement's good. It's that you have to do a squat properly to get the benefits from it. And majority of people just don't. Like, they just don't do that. That's it. That, that's what boils down to this study. That's what that's what we've shown is that actually if you do the squat really well, it's fucking great exercise. Yeah, I mean, even in Brett's, remember when we went through his two by four and the research that came with his programming was talking about back squats and goblet squats. He didn't really talk about hip thrusts in that that research because he was obsessed with goblet squats for quite a while. And that's the reason why we tend to do a hell of a lot of like goblet squat based movements because the range is better and people tend to be more comfortable because not barbell. They haven't got fiddle around with their, I don't know, their lats and where their pelvis is sitting off the back of uh, mm. you know, adjusting where their arms are. And they'll fold in a little bit nicer because of the counter, um, where that line of force is, Dan. Um, but yeah, I should just load up a fucking goblet squat. I'm going to do that this week as well. I'm going to do that goblet squat challenge thing. That uh, Was it half your body weight, 25 reps and above? Okay. Goblet squat challenge. Yeah. You can do that. Pim- Get a load of people to do that. Do that if you don't know what you're doing with your glutes. If your client needs to do it, like goblet squat, half your body weight, 25 times. And then you're decently an okay athlete, apparently. So basically, to John Rushen, yeah. So it's that kind of thing as well, though, with, with, the, with the hip thrust thing, right? It's the other thing. And, and we kind of bash trainers a fair bit, don't we? But I think it's that thing <laughs> where some, some trainers as well, the reason that they, they like the hip thrust or they, or they haven't managed to find an alternative to squatting is I posted this on my Instagram not that long ago. I posted four alternatives to back squatting. So four ways that when people do squats, they always say, oh, my glutes really hurt after that. Split squats being one of them. Bulgarian split squats. You yeah. do that with most people. They go, oh, my God, my glutes are killing me. I'm like, yeah, they should feel that way after doing squats. The reason that they hurt you now and not when you do a normal squat is because you're now going to proper range. Like, that's why. That's why you feel it. And it, the hip thrust has enabled poorer trainers who don't know that to sub out the back squat for Bulgarian split squats, split squats, things like that, whatever. That they, that they couldn't do that. They just throw someone in the hip thrust and they've seen, then seen gains in their clients and their glutes. Oh, this exercise is great. It's brilliant. And then they then shout about it, how amazing it is. Yeah. Like, so the reality is we were getting good glute progress. Like I've, a uh, bit of a weird thing to say, but I've got fairly decent glutes in, in, on the oh, whole. Same, mate. Yeah. But I don't hip thrust <laughs> that often. I just don't hip thrust. Like, I don't hip thrust, but I can, people that have seen my squat on Instagram or I posted it, I squat full range. I squat I'm not like pretty well, not with a lot of weight, admittedly, but it's full range. Like, and that's why it, it, it's grown. And it's, it's just no surprise to me. Like, I just, it, to me, when I saw that, I didn't even think anything. Like and then when I posted that and I posted my thoughts, I was just whimsically making fucking breakfast or something. I was just like, this is just in my head. What I was just spitting out, what I was thinking and the amount of comments and people and trainers as well. They're like, never thought about that. Never thought about it this way. Oh my God. Like never really noticed that. That's spot on. That's great. And I'm like, to me, it was like, you should just know that. But well, you should, because the case of, yeah, I think you explained, like, you can't get as much range in a hip thrust full stop. Like, of the hip flexion, it's not going to happen because mm. of where you're lying. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it just doesn't happen. Obviously, you're, you're trying to get that squeeze. You can't move, like, back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, and the reason why the squat's more complicated, because it's multi-joint. It's like, mm-hmm. it's way more, way more stuff happening. Um, and you've got less con- contact points. It's like you've gone from fit thrusting, which you've got always going to have three to four contact points, um, to squatting where you only have two, um, which is the same. But yeah, if, they, if there was go-tos as well, because uh, I, I probably are on the side of you as well. I tend not to, I don't do a lot of hip thrust work. 
I do a lot of single leg hip thrust work with people um, and a lot of B-stance hip thrust work with people. I tend not to do a lot of um, bilateral movement. I, that's just the way I train because I, I would argue that the strongest people will be, well, will probably be amazing bilaterally and they suck ass unilaterally um, or in split stance stuff because they can't seem to get around where their feet are. But in every day-to-day life and every sport, kind of split stance and unilateral movement will be king always because that's what happens when Dan jumps for his basketball you I don't think he lines his feet up perfectly for a squat and then goes from that position well that's what you don't know Tom is I every time look down and then I just kind of get like, and I go. go all right external rotation a little little toe big toe heel screw go it's not going to happen obviously for a testing protocol yeah but in game game speed doesn't happen um mm. Which is interesting, but the go-to exercises for people, yes, if I'm hip, bilaterally hip thrusting, I might single leg or like hip lock kind of stuff. So that just means you're bringing up um, into, I guess, what, what a knee to chest kind of position when you're doing a hip thrust. So that's called a, a kind of thoracic lumbar lock. So yeah. your your pelvis can't move from that position because you've locked it in what is deep flexion. So that's a reason why you'd hold it there and then go through your single leg pattern. Also, what have you done? why is unilateral movement so good is you double the load straight away because you're taking away half the effort um amazing and generally speaking guys if you want a booty do single leg hip thrust just body weight and just crack them out tends tends to be because women have a hip that sets in uh they can do them a lot better um and guys cannot i suck at them um and i will quite happily just put them in my program like just for like sets of 10 single leg and probably gas me out. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But also with the girls, I tend to do slightly different things. Um, I do a lot of incredibly high for what they see. I, I look at a box, look at a box, measure a box, and get something which is excessive hip flexion, so ex- like a really high box. And then I'll give them the point of contact, which is my hands, for them, their hands to be on. And then they're going to go through a really, really high box step up body weight you crank that for 12 to 15 reps they're asking me on fire yeah i would put that in if you're looking for other exercises that are safe that you don't want to squat or anything exactly the same but it's just unilateral um that'll be my go-to i can film somebody doing it if that's the case dan i'd love to do it i can hold your hand whilst you go cheers mate (laughs) but yeah those 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 probably my go-to for glute gains and if you're going to get away from squatting as well because i think squatting is hard for a lot of people as well um how to kind of technically fold up and do all this business and there'll be a big thing in goblet squatting we can i'll do actually that's a great uh, kind of fix your form video i was going to do this week with goblet squatting because it's just a staple and it should be in a lot of people's exercises like like games Lots of mad shit happening over these these two months as well. So <laughs> just goblet squat and how to quickly fix it. Because there's one cue which I feel like fixes everything. Um, but you can look on my Instagram for that. Oh, yes. He loves, the, he loves oh. his, his Instagram page. <laughs> fix your form, bro. Um, but it should be fun. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but literally after that piece of uh, research came out, I think I got sent it by about three or four people who obviously educate at first base. Now, like, what do you think? And I was like, where's the group that does both? And they were like, ah, oh, there is one. I was like, well, there's your answer. <laughs> like, for your practical application, do both. 
Um, and yeah, then you'll probably be better. Uh, so that's just barbaric, isn't it, mate? There's, there's no, there's no point there's, unless you have a like some sort of injury, like knee injury. That's the only thing. If there's some sort of knee thing going on, that's the only reason why you would only choose hip thrusting over squatting. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because yeah. the rest of it is just a technicality and it's just a coaching issue. Um, mm. If they can't squat, generally speaking, if they have the ability to squat, it's a coaching issue. Um, it's not a, oh, my client just doesn't get it. No, you can't coach them. They, they need to be coached. So there's, there's, there's a, another caveat to this. So basically, I will, people listen to this or some of my clients listen to this will know. A lot, uh, well, they actually won't know because we've all, all got their own program. They don't see each other's. But uh, I don't often program for a lot of my clients a back squat unless I've unless I've seen <laughs> yeah <laughs> unless I've seen like very good form videos suggesting that they're very very good or they've requested it or they you know I trust that they are fairly good or fairly strong in that movement or whatever. Majority of time, I will I will give the hip thrust to people to do whether it's two three times a week whatever over back squat and I will more than regularly. Not as, not as a main lift though, mate. Well, actually, well, hang on. <laughs> um, but no, I will often, I will more often than not put in leg presses, Bulgarian split squats, split squats, um, things like that, RDLs, other movements that I know will hit the glutes and, and are performed better in generally by the majority of people than back squats. Because again, one of the limitations of an online coach is I'm not there to cue that sort of thing. I, I could get someone squatting really well, you know. Yeah. fairly confidently in a session but i'm um, it takes a, a lot more queuing and a lot more going over things and with some with me not being there it's hard for me to iron out those little issues that i see quickly and they become then ingrained and you have to re- undo them again all this sort of stuff so i think there's an, also a reason if you're an online coach to think about your programming more from a safety point of view and what people are known to be good at and, and one of the limitations of that is with back squatting is actually the majority of people, I will start them on their programs and they probably won't have that much back squatting in there for that reason. There are some that after two or three years, you're like, yeah, you can do that. That's fine. I'm cool with it because I've seen them. I know that they can do it. Um, but it's that whole thing again, isn't it? Of you don't, I don't, what I don't want to see is people go back to doing the whole, like you, everyone has to back squat and it's like heralded as the most amazing exercise in the world. It's like, no, it's just another exercise like that has its merits at certain times. And you know, people just start handing out willy-nilly the last thing we need to see is fucking gym shot athletes trying to back squat <laughs> <laughs> it's not good it's probably on our app um but just a quick a quick thing for people i guess when they're trying this unilateral and split stance stuff i think the confidence factor of um being able to balance that's a big thing for people's clients and the, the fact is you don't need to be a balanced challenge if that's not what you're trying to do if you're thinking you put this in because you want a variation of a from a back squat or a hip thrust and you're trying to work somebody's glutes, please, 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 please give them a point of contact to hold on to, which is going to stabilize them and let them focus on working their hip or their glute. If you want them to be a more of a balancey thing, like a compensating movement, um, then take that away because they're not losing anything. If they're just, I will quite, I would say I can pistol squat without anything or anything like that. But I will quite happily give myself split squats and hold on to the sides if I'm going to go heavy or something like that. I don't need the effect of like, oh, I'm going to compensate. This is what the uh, the Bosu ball does terribly. It makes compensatory movement patterns, which suck ass. Yeah. Okay. Um, basically, you're asking somebody to do a single leg RDL or a squat when they couldn't do it on a, on a stable platform. And then suddenly you're doing it on a Bosu ball, which is an unstable platform. And what happens, you're trying to learn a movement 
or trying to complete a movement with a compensatory pattern, which is something you don't really particularly want within the movement you're trying to learn um, or complete. So that's why you give somebody a point of contact, so a bench or whatever, the wall to learn the movement, and then they'll nail it over time. So, mm. Mm, just a just a heads up, please do it because they'll get way more progress as well. It'll come quicker than you spend half the year trying to make this person balance on one leg. When just give them a stick, be fine. Still on one leg. <laughs> um, yeah, mate. All right, let's move on to a little bit of because um, I think. Yeah, people wouldn't want to see this because the gym box advert was crazy, right? Weird, isn't it? Ew, just weird. weird. Just weird. I think we should read out some of the comments, to be fair, and we just <laughs> just go off the back of that. Um, so the the advert was um, was questionable, right? So I got mm. sent it by uh, by Chloe, and then it's obviously on the tube. But see, other people have seen it as well. Um, so in box, there's four boxes like a flow diagram. One says, your life sucks. Go to gym box. Um, then it's gym box logo. Get fit. Life sucks for longer. Yeah. Uh, have I delivered that wrong? I don't really know. <laughs> no, I think it's it right. I think it's someone at gym box thinks it's their idea of, of being funny and it's not. So, yeah. Know. So I, I, I had, well, I, I totaled up at 17 responses to just saying what their opinions were. Um, and only two found it funny. <laughs> yeah. And I know one certainly won't be going to Jimbox based off that ad because she changed with me at first place. Um, <laughs> so fairly interesting. So we, we can read these out, don't we? Um, or some of them. They've got one with Kieran. Um, as someone who works on placement on ads, oh my days, this is awful. Obviously placement, I kind of think Linda, the fact is uh, saying... It's on the tube, and they were saying, your life sucks. It's where a lot of people try to commit suicide, so really good ideas yeah. with that. Um, maybe you're looking at it a little bit deep, but we've got to be, we got to be uh, I don't know, what is it, PC and kind of all-encompassing to everybody's audience. Um, one of your clients was like, better, better than the uh, old ad campaigns of punish yourself buff and destroy yourself. Great. They're quite known for these weird aesthetic-based detrimental, I don't know, ad campaigns. Um, pretty weird, though. I, I don't want to go there because what's it? Um, they're like, basically, they're, they've tried to, to keep their cool, aggressive tone and lost the clever ambiguity. Different to their uh, usual aesthetics message by saying, exercise promotes longevity, but it gets lost. So, yeah, so that, that's what I got from it as well. And I don't want to go there. That was Emily. Um, like, isn't Jim Box the one that gave us S and M stretch and massage? Of course, S and M. Then somebody is like, I find it brilliant and sarcastic and true. Um, I was like, brilliant. Um, but this is Dexter, and he just keeps asking us if we want to review the Whoop Band. When one of us buys one, but we never will. Um, <laughs> Who's asked us to review it? Uh, Dexter. He uh, listens every week, but yeah, it's like the Whoop Band. You want to review it right now for him? Someone wants to buy one for us, I'll review it. <laughs> An aura ring as well. I can get somebody on to review the aura ring that wears it religiously. And he's actually a smart cookie. He's a What's it do? What's it do? Does it benefit his life in any way? Uh, no, it tells him to go to sleep when he's tired. I can do that. <laughs> um, we can get him on. 
little Tim Hart. Um, he's a late trainer at first base, like <laughs> master's nutrition. Smart guy. But we were just like, can you just talk about the aura ring, please? You don't know learn about nutrition. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, uh, a bit depressing. That's from my mum. So my mum thinks it's depressing. She's yeah, not, well, yeah. She's not, they're not target audience for Jimbox, but yeah. No, um, but right though, still has an opinion. Correct, does have an opinion. Um, design, this is from a, uh, a graphic artist who does marketing campaigns. Design, great, love it. Message, terrible. Mm. <laughs> Horrendous, like all their campaigns. It's a former PT there. <laughs> but now works for us. So, um, And one that quite simply says, shit. Yeah, what do you think, Dan? Again, I just don't get it. I don't understand you paying for that ad space, and that's what you do. I mean, I mean, is it one of those things again, though, where we're talking about it? So, actually, um, you know, but, oh yeah, exactly. I posted twice. I posted about it. Yeah, so I, I did tag them in it. They didn't reply to me. I think it is one of maybe it is one of those where they're trying to, you know, like get the whole people talking about gym box and subconsciously are thinking gym box and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I, from people I know who've been to a gym box they regularly say to me that they think that the environment's a bit odd and that it's not a place that they would choose to train if it wasn't just the only place around and i'm like brilliant there's quite a lot of them in london they're about 75 quid um a month about that probably a little bit they're like nightclub aren't they super nightclub so when i went and trained there i was doing some like ollie lifting some powerlifting coaching and it's so weird like it's all the equipment unbelievable like really good they've gone high-end laco stuff everywhere it's really cool um there's like but it's just that that vibe and it's complete light club it's really dark there was like on the what i would i would use it for like i don't know plyo drills like cutting all that kind of change of direction lateral movement all this kind of stuff be really cool now just some some people which is fine they're doing like some break dancing in the middle of the in the floor on the track and normally on the Astro, and they're like breakdancing and doing that kind of stuff. Just a bit weird for a gym. Um, Should have joined in, mate. Yeah, <laughs> my dancing skills. Do you dance um, breakdancer? <laughs> uh, Mosha, maybe. They would probably wouldn't like my music. Um, but yeah, but it's just a really weird vibe. I don't really like it. Um, yeah, come to third space. <laughs> Might have to mortgage your house. Or yeah, more of a chilled out vibe, though. <laughs> oh, 100% more of a chilled out and better vibe. Um, but yeah, interesting. It's just an interesting thing. People like, will like training that environment. That's obviously why they're doing quite well. So, um, or they have several clubs. So I, that doesn't always. They might might have overexpanded. I'm not too sure. Um, mm. I know they have. They're changing their model though. If you're a PT at Gymbox and you don't know, they have to change their model. Um, they will no no longer be a rental model uh, because that's that is going down the pan for a lot of people. If you're running in a rental model, PT wise. Mm. Um, that might uh, change in the next, I think it's got to change by 2023, something like that, um, where you probably have to be employed. Unless you can get through the loophole that you don't earn over uh, 80% of your income through one facility. There you go. There we go. There's a little bit of stats. So I had to obviously cross that bridge about a year and a half ago, didn't I? When I entered back into employment, Daniel. You did, Tom. Yeah, it was an interesting one. Good. All right, have you got any other stuff you want to talk about? Not for me. Not no. For you. No. Not, we might not talk, about, talk about a lot of back pain, but we're at about a solid 43 minutes right now, so we can save that for next week. We can talk about it next week. I can't really um, talk about it. Because it's just been a very heavily requested time. 
well, we'll talk about it because it's a lot of new trainers have a lot of new clients. Basically, low. make sure you stay tuned next week. We should probably do this every week, really, to be honest. Yeah. We're, only, we're, only, we're only a stupid amount of episodes into it. <laughs> make sure you tune in next week for... For yeah. lower back pain. Uh, lower yeah. back pain and exercises to get around it. Yeah. Get around it or cure it. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, we're, we're not that stupid. Um, but yeah, if you have... Basically, uh, we might... We, we hardly ever do this. If you rate it, thank you. Oh, yeah, please make sure you review. Because I saw one the other day. It was really nice. And I was like, oh, that's a nice surprise. I go on there occasionally just to check. Yeah, I just checked for. This is the only time I check because the only time I remember to, I do a yeah. podcast when I'm talking down. Um, yeah, what was it? Um, is it is it one from Chloe PT? Is that one? It's Kalo, isn't it? Kalo. Kalo is probably that's probably more right. <laughs> yeah. Kalo, Kalo PT. In a world where everyone takes themselves too seriously, this pod, podcast is such a breath of fresh air. Yes. I genuinely look forward to one coming up on a Wednesday apart from obviously when we don't release it on Wednesdays because yeah alright let's not talk about that let's not talk about that <laughs> talk um, love the mix of banter rants and quality info and advice keep up the good work this one was a bit more ranty wasn't it so. there, there was one that was love listening to the ranting love a mix of random nonsense with useful fitness content <laughs> yeah that probably sums it up to be honest um, but yeah Jeez. Oh yeah, that was that. There was one that was like just started from episode thirty. Um, I think that's about right. Um, just reached episode hundred in like two weeks. Got a lot to go there. <laughs> All right, uh, go review iTunes, like that kind of stuff. Share it means a lot. Um, yeah, what we got? One hundred forty-two. One hundred forty-two ratings. Well over one hundred thirty-five of them are probably five star. And it's some people that don't particularly like us in the industry that have given us one star. Probably. <laughs> Probably because you just speak the fucking truth. People don't like it, do they? We could probably put a bet on for who those people are. But yep. Yeah. <laughs> but that's 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 on the uh, the bitchy podcast, right? That's that's mm. our sister show. Um, yeah. Gossip. Ooh, that'd be fun to do. I think we might get uh, some. I don't know. We need to get voice changers, don't we? For that. Yeah. <laughs> just, just talk about just shit. A, you know. And then we can do that. Uh, who's funny. on? Who's on drugs and who's not? Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine. All right, mate. Um, that wraps it up from me. So thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>